Well, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what a do. Hey, Jarvis Wibbs, yes, motherfucker, we on time today. <laughs> What's going on, people? What's going on? This is your boy K Styles here, and I know y'all see the new mic here. Y'all heard that. Y'all already know what time it is, man. This is the six-man convo. This is weekly, every Thursday. That's it. Make sure y'all subscribe to the Just K Style channel. Make sure y'all leave your hashtag Ask K Styles questions on that channel right there. Um, what's going on, people? How are we doing this evening? Um, I want to make sure everybody is doing good. We got a couple people in here already. Um, go ahead and give a couple shout outs to the people that's already in this chat. Mr. Motivator, Kenneth Lewis, Jarvis Williams, of course. We've already said your name first, so I'm going to go ahead and say it again. Uh, let's see. Mr. C. Will, Smooth C78, Devon Stanford, Isaac Crimes, Carrie Kamala, <laughs> Kalamia. Almost said your name wrong, mama. My bad. I'm about to say, don't slap the hell out of me through your screen. Um, and Joseph Thorne, what's going on, people? How we doing? Um, like I said, I, I got a topic that I want to today but i'm gonna go ahead and i'm gonna start this off all right phone y'all tripping see see this, this is the stuff that i gotta deal with i i, I had my phone on silent and it unsilenced itself um so as we all know um basically almost the entire rookie class that got signed so far the only ones that are left right now is pitts and richie grant it's pretty much all the lower picks that um hey like I said, it's a matter of time. Um, like you said, Darren Hall and um Chris Dolman that got signed, they done got signed today. Um let's say give a shout out to those records. I know they've been waiting on I know they've been finally waiting on that um contract because I know it's been like let's let's finally get this money. But let me go ahead and get some of y'all comments here, see what y'all got. Yo, appreciate it, Jarvis. Yes, the Russian hat is on point. That was said, hey, I, I love this hat. I love these type of hats right here. And I know it's summertime, but I know people looking at me weird, especially in the background, Ms. Maggie T looking at me weird, like, really? You, you got a Russian hat on in the summertime? Yeah. Hey, guess what? I'm weird like that, so I can do that. <laughs> Quentin Willis, what's going on? George, George Red Clay. Man, I appreciate y'all tuning in with me on this one. And I'm about to say, what about them Hawks? Uh, yeah, Ben Simmons been getting his ass roasted all day. But let's go ahead. That, that was my little three-minute babble there right quick. Like I said, um, I want to go ahead and talk about uh, the main topic we got for tonight. Um. I know y'all probably said y'all probably seen it in the title. Um, yes, your boy, Mister um, Calvin Ridley himself said he is willing and ready to take the next step. And what do we mean by the next step? Is he's ready to establish himself as a elite receiver on his own? Um. It's that type of confidence that uh, we look to see, especially from his standpoint. As we know from last season, he had a 1,300-yard season. You know, they picked up his fifth-year option. 
Um, so he's ready to prove that he can command that big payday after this season. Um, do as Falcon fans, I'm gonna ask y'all right now. Um, do you feel confident that Calvin Ridley can take that next step? I mean, I believe he can. The only thing that really holds him back more so is the um the moonwalk and sidestep and stuff that he do as far as trying to get uh yak yardage. Um he definitely gonna have to improve in the um short the short routes and the short passing game. But especially learning under Julio and Muhammad Sanu so far in his career, I definitely feel like he is confident enough, and I think he'll be able to take that next step. YMOF Jamal, what's going on, man? Hey, like I said, appreciate everybody tuning in right now. Asia Green, what's going on? Um, I had a quote that I had. I had a quote from Calvin Ridley that he had popped up. Um, I got to go and look through it again because my daughter had my phone, and she about almost locked me out my phone for no reason. But Pretty much what Calvin Ridley said was, um, and these are kind of like reports, is he he's basically felt he had in his mind, he felt like since he had to compete with Julio Jones in practices up to this point, he feels like that he can step up and be that next person. Because uh, as we know, as Atlanta Falcon fans, we have had plethora of receivers. This is kind of like legendary receiver statuses, as we know with the shout out to Mr. Terrence Mathis, Roddy White, like I said, Julio Jones. Um, like I said, those are the ones that I know from my lifetime. Like I said, you got other guys. You got the Andre Risers. Like I said, Andre Risers only had a couple years here, but. You can still put him as a Falcon legendary type wide receiver. Tony Martin is another one. So he wants to lead the lineage in the next generation. Like I said, he's 26 years old. So this next contract he get, like I said, is going to lead him well into his 30s. Um, But he basically just said, no pressure because I've learned from the best. I ain't got no pressure. I'm not, like I said, Hey, what more can we say? That that's what we need, and I feel like um, Arthur Smith and this um, regime is trying to bring the best and the and the confidence out of these guys. Um, a lot of people don't know that Calvin Ridley was one of the lead leading lead leading wide receivers and catches of twenty plus yards or more. Which is kind of funny as hell that the fact that uh, Matt Ryan has a noodle arm, but twenty plus or more, that that yeah, you know, you know, I had to throw a little jokey joke in there right there because you know that's what everybody keeps saying. Um, let's go and get a couple of y'all comments right quick. Like I said, let me let me know what y'all think on this so far. Um, yeah, like I said, a lot of people still up on the um, Falcons. I'm um, not the Falcons, but the Hawks. Like I said, that's that shouts out to them. They are doing this city a good right now. Um, we need something. Um, the Braves are kind of struggling, so we got the Hawks right now. Um, Quentin Willis said really had 1,300 yards, four and 600 yards running backwards. 
Boy, you ain't never told no lie on that one, boy. He could have had at least, he could have had at least fifteen touchdowns last year, but there were certain plays as <clears throat> the Kansas City game. He took a slant, could have went to the house, went sideways, and didn't get a touchdown. Um, but yes, Calvin really like I said, I have I have confidence that Calvin really can put up those same type of numbers here. Um, he said he felt like he has been seeing double teams for a while now. I mean, I I haven't seen him too much, only because, like I said, he's been under the shadow of Julio Jones, and I think that's where his confidence is coming from. Because, like I said, eventually, when you're the heir apparent to a good wide receiver like that, you want to step out and do your own thing. The real, real. What's going on, man? Maurice, Amy. I, I see y'all, y'all piling in right now. Like I said, we appreciate. I appreciate you. Um, let's see what y'all got going on, man. Um, I'll go ahead and put Maurice, Amy here. He said, "How's thing going?" He said, "I'm doing fine on the West Coast." Oh uh, man, we good, man. The job sucks. Um, it's hot as hell over here. Um, I, they got to lost about five pounds today just because of the heat itself. Um, uh, <laughs> Ricardo King said, I think Calvin's going to continue to improve. He has 26 touchdowns in just three years. That's almost nine touchdowns a season. Hey, he can only go so far. He can go up or he can go down. And that's why I said the addition of Kyle Pitts is definitely going to help him as far as having another threat on the other side or in the middle of the field. Because now that would that would not only take a lot of pressure off of him, but the defenses itself are not going to be able to pertain to far as on his side because they still have to worry about the middle with him. And I think I think if Calvin Ridley, like I said, if he improves on his slants. And like I said, getting the yardage and getting down instead of running backwards, he could have a lot more yardage than what he had last year. And and that that is crazy to say that, even though he had thirteen hundred yards. Um, Devon Stanford here said Calvin wants the challenge of taking the next step of being the number one. I think he'll definitely step up and take heed to the advice that Julio and Sanu imparted on him. And you have to remember, too, it's not just Julio Sanu. Like I said, you, Roddy White probably been in his ear a couple times, too, giving him some advice as well. So, like I said, he has a lineage of wide receivers that he can learn from. Um, What would, what would be my um predictions for what he would do this year? Mm, I'd say pretty much the same. It might be a little – I'd say it might be a little bit less. Only because – this is going to be a West Coast balanced offense, which means they're going to run the ball. They're going to attack the middle of the field. Um, like I said, I, like I said, I give about a hundred less yards. That sound that don't sound like much, but he could definitely be somebody that can be pertained. Um, I think touchdowns might go up though. Like I said, we seen nine. Like I said, he's on average of almost nine touchdowns a season. I could see it about 11 or 12. 
Like I said, it's not going to be one of those things where they're going to force him. Like I said, as long as they're putting him in different spots in the formation where he's not just lining up on the left or he's not just lining up on the right. He's not only lining up in the slot. Like I said, they can move him around and motion him. And because he's such a good route runner, see, that plays into his abilities. Because especially if you have a wide receiver who is a good route runner but is not stuck on one side, like I said, you don't know where he's going. You don't know – because, like I said, you got certain guys that can run routes better at the X side than they do on the Y side. And for what I say from Calvin, he can run routes on the X and the Y and in the slot. So that's an advantage to him. Um, let me see. Myron Jackson here says if we can get the running game going, this will help the passing game as well. Really, number will go up, and especially in the red zone. Um, yeah, it definitely can. But like I said, we're not gonna like. With this offense, I don't think they're going to bank on him, especially in the red zone. That's only – that's because we already know the main red zone targets this year is going to be Kyle Pitts. It's going to be Hayden Hurst. It's going to be Mike Davis. It's going to be Cordero Patterson. It's going to be – like, like it's, it's going to be a whole plethora of guys. We don't – like, as, as long as they can scheme them open. Um. Like I said, that that was definitely that that was definitely good insight on that. Myron would appreciate that. Um, Jarvis Williams here says Hayden Hurst will have eight hundred yards and nine touchdowns. He is the forgotten man. I wouldn't even say he's the forgotten man. He was the forgotten man with Farmer Friend punk ass, but like he's not the forgotten man. It's just the only thing about it is um, Hayden Hurst is not Hayden Hurst, but Kyle Pitts is such a dynamic guy. Like I said. Hayden Hurst is going to kind of fill in that role. Um, I'm trying to think how he remind me. Yeah, I don't know if y'all remember that Dallas Clark role that he played in Indianapolis with Peyton Manning. That's what Hayden Hurst is going to be. Um, Kyle, like I said, Kyle Pitts is just he he he's a toy that you're not going to know where he's going to go. Um, I like that. Um, Devon Campbell, no, he said, did you see him working on his blocking technique now that we're going to run the ball? Yes, he's going to have to work on his blocking technique. Um, one thing about this offense, wide receivers are going to have to block. Like I said, if you want that money here and you got a coach like this, you're going to have to block. They're not going to ask him to, to block uh, 25, 30 running plays a game. But what they're going to do is depending on formations that they run. Cause like you said, this is uh this is a guy who ran at least 35% double tight end set, multiple tight end sets. So you're not gonna need him to be no dominant blocker, but you just want him to shield defenders away and give running lanes. Um, like I said. As I saw at the end of last year, he kind of made a little bit of improvement on that, especially from year one, year two, and year three. Um, but this year, if he wants the bag, he's going to have to work on that. That's what comes down to being a complete receiver. He, he, Like I said, this is his chance to be a complete receiver. I mean, because he's already getting the Marvin Harrison comparisons right now. 
based on how he likes to run his comeback routes because that's what Calvin really does well. He really runs those comeback routes and them flag routes very well. Uh, for a lot of people that might not know, those are kind of like those intermediate routes that um, your average quarterback has to hit. It ain't going to be no, I hope he hit. He has to hit those routes. Because remember, the wide receiver position is a dependent position, and it's dependent on the quarterback. I mean, what more can I say on that? Um, King Addis said, I agree. All I said, I, I think a lot of people do agree. Um, Paul Durant said, I like the fact that everybody's sleeping on us, but the offense is going to surprise everybody, but not us Falcon fans. I'm about to say this. You can't surprise a fan base that uh, that that had to deal with a, a stagnant offense for like three or four years. I mean, just the simple, just the simple fact that they're going to implement running game and play action game is already a hundred times better than what we dealt with with Farmer Friend. Um, for the people that's new here that don't know who Farmer Friend is, I'm talking about Dirk Cuddle. Yes, the former Atlanta Falcons offensive coordinator. Um, but my question to y'all would be on this is, what is your expectations on Calvin Ridley? Like, what do you expect? Do you want better numbers or do you want to see better situational awareness? And what I mean by that is knowing when to get down, knowing when to try to um, try to break it out wide. And I believe it, that he could do this. He has the possibility to be a top five receiver in this league. The guys above him are more physical, but he's more technical. And and sometimes that technique could take you a long way. Now, I could definitely talk about Matt Ryan, but like I said, I'm not going to do that because like I said, this is going to be, more focused on the other players today. Um, we know what he can do, but we have to focus on the other players as well. This is even for the critics. You have to look at the other players. Um, let's see what else we got here. Let's see what else. Now, nah, Sean Jones, I'm not cold. I'm I'm not cold. This hat is not that hot. This this hat is not that hot in this house. I wore this hat just because it looked goofy as hell to wear it during the summertime. That's what I do. <laughs> You've been watching long enough now. You know I do goofy, goofy shit around here. <laughs> what the hell Ghost Pepper's talking about now? Talking about, <laughs> according to you, right, Mike Davis' quads exploded and he landed on the moon. Gosh, it's going to be fine. Man, we wanted to get we wanted to get off of Nate Dawg's quads, bro. I told you that 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 that's a damn talk. That's a truck right there. I call him Nate Nate Dawg with squats. 
<laughs> Jarvis said, um, 2016, nobody was talking about us. We made Super Bowl, so all you Falcon haters and fake fans keep disrespecting us. Hey, that they, they, like you said, the less expectations, the bigger the surprise. Like I said, it's because of the four and 12 it's because of the fan base kind of disrespected that's why the falcon don't really have that media or national high expectation because we don't set the expectation for ourselves and i'm talking about the casual fans or you talking about the um i only want to ride with them when they win type fans you got a lot of <laughs> I know, hey Sean. I know, I know you messing with me, man. Hey, like I said, I, I don't take, I don't, I don't take nothing serious around here unless you talk about some serious disrespect. Then there's another problem. But hey, this is one of my favorite hats right here. I don't care what y'all saying, man. Twenty twenty one Russian hats. This some blurred stuff right here. Y'all know what blurred means? Black nerd stuff. So that's what we do. Henri Oaks, what's going on, man? And like I said, if you know somebody that had to subscribe to Just K Style channel, y'all make sure y'all y'all share this video to them and, and make them hit that subscribe button, get them thumbs up for this video, and also subscribe to Atlanta Falcon Nation. Um, oh yeah, like I said, and Ricardo King, I, I'm glad you do that. Like I said, I want everybody. Put some red and black in this chat. Put some red and black in here. I just want to see a little red and black here for a few seconds. Um, before, but before we get to that, get some more of these comments going on. They said, looking at the strength of schedule, all these damn rookies and quarterbacks we playing this season. All these damn rookie quarterbacks. You're right. And this is why we are saying um, it is definitely going to be a test for DMPs and his defense because we know the Atlanta Falcons' history with rookie quarterbacks. Do I need to remind y'all? <laughs> Do I need to remind y'all? I don't, I don't want to relive that again. Um, yeah, 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 like I said, there you go. There you go. Kenan Macon, like I said, red and black. We got Atlanta Nation in the building with the red and black. Hey, don't 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 mind this looking like a damn um old school hip hop music video today. Um, like I said, I'm still trying to get this thing right. I don't know why it's acting stupid, but um, uh, super can super cancer eighty five say any word on a legit free agent lineman, offensive or defensive? I like this question because. This goes into the run the damn ball philosophy, which is talking about the trenches. Now, offensive linemen, um, I don't think they would really be looking at an offensive lineman. Like I said, that is why they drafted uh, Jalen Mayfield. You see that? Hold on, let me let me get that off the screen so you can so you can actually see it. That's run the damn ball with two L's. So y'all know y'all know where y'all seen it first. So if you see anybody with this hashtag here, um, you let them know AFN did it first. Cause ain't nobody spelling ball like that. Trust me, I looked. 
That's why I did it like that. <laughs> yeah, Mo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when y'all say ball, don't say ball. Say ball. That's how you do it. Run the damn ball. Tony Holloway, what's going on, man? We got um Moses TS3. Got got that red and black there. Um Paul Durant. We got another one here. We got hold on. Smooth C78. Got the red and black. <laughs> Can't have made talk about look like Beanie Siegel with glasses. Hey, 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 I'll take that. <laughs> I'll take that. Hey, hey, I, hey, I, I done been called bookworm all my damn life because of these glasses. Hey, I embrace it. <laughs> so, Benny Siegel, I'll definitely take that. And Nathan, Nathan coming in here with one. He says, but that was the old regime where coaches didn't do any film work before facing rookie quarterbacks or mobile quarterbacks. Um, Yeah, you're right about that. Man, damn, I don't know why this thing acting crazy. They acting crazy right now. Yeah, don't don't yeah yeah yeah. Like I said, this this is just the test. This is a test show. This, this the pot. This is a test show right here. But yeah, they didn't. I wouldn't say they didn't do no um film work or on rookie quarterbacks. I'm trying to word that right because, like I said, I would say the preparation. Like I said, I don't know. They it almost like they took them for granted. Like I said, dealing with Mike Smith. They, they, this was going back to. Mike Smith and um, I don't even Jim Moore Jr. They, they go back to them where these rookie quarterbacks would dominate this Falcons defense. But hey, as we know with Arthur Smith and DP, they do not they they not finna. Hopefully, they not finna take none of these games for granted. Um, yeah, Ghost Peppers, there you damn right. Run the damn ball. Yes, sir. Oh, here go Devon with a, he, with, with, with a joke. He said, Mike, they require <laughs> like he done smuggled two four-turn babies in his legs. <laughs> hey, I'm about to say, y'all remember Austin Powell? You remember Mini-Me? Yeah, that, that's who he talking about. He got two Mini-Me's in his damn leg. <laughs> oh, yeah, I want to talk about this right quick. Now, from what they from what they saying with Matt Gano is he got injured, but they don't know if it's season ending or not. But he did, he got a surgery done because everybody, if you watched Atlanta Falcon Nation programming last year, you know that Matt Gano was my favorite Falcon last season because of his versatility. But this lets you know that this draft class was damn good because. They prepare for anything. The way if you looked at the way they draft, they prepared for anything possible. And Jalen Mayfield, well, as we already know right now, the number one left guard right now, as far as camp going right now, is Josh Andrews. Like I said, that kind of took me by surprise because I didn't expect that. But Jalen Mayfield. Is a good insurance policy, and like I said, now you, now you have that training camp battle with um, Dolman and um, Matt Hennessy, so you can get that center position, figure out where that center position is going to be. 
because, like I said, Hennessy is in the lead right now as far as that training camp battle, but you never know. Um. <laughs> yes, they damn sure did. They made the defensive schemes too simple for rookie quarterback. Hey, they made the damn <laughs> they made the schemes too simple for armchair quarterbacks. Everybody was throwing the rocks on them. You remember a couple you you remember a couple years ago, Marcus Mariota had the best game of his career a couple years ago. Even though he wasn't a rookie, he was kind of on the way down. But it ended up getting benched the next game. <laughs> Unfortunately. Um yes, I, yeah, I wouldn't say he's undervalued. He should be starting. It's not so much he's undervalued, it's because like you said, it's an open competition, so it's, they're not determining who. I'm, I'm trying. Let me put it this right. They're not. They're not going to determine who's going to be the starter just on their say. So they want to see the players do the work. Like, okay, you want the starting job? Put the work in. But hey, all I gotta say, all I gotta say with Matt Gano is, like I said, um. Make sure you heal up, big fella. Um, make sure you do your thing. Like I said, do your thing, and make sure you can get back as soon as you can. Cause it's like I said, that's unfortunate. But hey, folk needs money out here. Um, Cannon Macon said I spent thirteen hundred yards and thirteen touchdowns from Ridley. Now that's that's very good. That's very good. So do you? So I about to say. So do y'all expect um, a five thousand yard season for Matt Ryan? We gonna say we gonna save that for a later. We gonna say that for a later video. But I want that. I want that. That's gonna be your homework right there from your boy K Styles. So with the way this office is, do you expect a five thousand yard type of season or very close to it, like he had in two thousand sixteen? A lot of people don't know he threw for almost 5,000 yards that year. Um, let's see what we got here. My just I missed seeing Matt Ryan turning his back to the defense as he run towards the running back with play action under Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, because um, Farmer Fran's offense doesn't really predicate to play action. Like you said, it's, it's a deep shot offense. It's like a 60% passing type offense. So you really don't establish the run like that. Like, all the way that you really establish the run in his offense, you have to have a dominant running back that can get yardage and make plays with a limited amount of rushes that he get. And like I said, Shanahan is known, and like I said, especially coming from his dad and what his dad did in Denver, the play action game helps. That that's the extension of that's the extension of the West Coast offense. Um, let's see what else we got here. Let's say I'm a, I don't know why my thing acting crazy. Uh, McConnell is insurance on offensive line. I would not start him because of that. Like I said, they're going to they're going to let the players determine that. Um, this hold on. Let me let me let me check something right quick, y'all. Let me check something out. Like I said, 
This is going to be a, a super slight intermission. All right. Okay, that's a lot better because I don't know what's going on with my screen. Um, I had to do that. All right. So Antonio Holloway asks, do we have any money left in free agency or no? Yes, we do. We still have plenty of money left. Um, Because the guys that they signed, like I said, we're going to talk about that on Friday. Like I said, this is just a precursor to Friday. I just wanted to get this little thing out of my head right quick. Um, Yes, they still have enough money for free agency. But the thing is, I'm, I don't think they're going to be looking for no big-name free agents. That's a difference. Um, You want, like I said, you, you want to get players in here, but you don't want to overspend the money you have left because you want – you want that to be insurance money that rolls over to next year when the cap goes pretty much go back to normal plus a little bit more. Cause that's how that's how you are able to sign guys like a four year little con. Because like I said, if you let that money roll over, that just adds a little bit more room for you to use. You don't want to that's just like saying you got about you got that's like saying you got forty dollars for the week. You don't want to go ahead and spend that forty dollars in one day because now you ain't got nothing left for the rest of the week. So that's the kind of mindset that uh Terry Fontenot is taking. And this is a good thing because we don't need to be necessarily trying to spend so much money. We got enough players as it is that need the time and they need um they need the experience. So you don't bring, like I said, you might want to bring in a veteran or two, maybe like one veteran. One Carter, what's going on, man? What's going on? He said, uh, Air Coriel offense that's predicted on high passing. Can we say, hey, man, y'all better make sure y'all hit them likes up, likes up, man. We, we trying to get this algorithm thing going on right here, man. Like I said, like I said, you get give me your feedback on on what you want me to talk about for later videos. That's why I say hashtag Ask K Styles under in the video under either AFN or just K Styles. Um, I didn't get too much into the cuts. Um, because I was looking into some other things, but like I said. Like I said, tomorrow we'll definitely start to we'll definitely talk about those tomorrow when we get more in depth. Because I'm not trying to take up everybody's time today. Uh, like I said, we do a little quick one here because most people know at AFN, uh, I kind of get straight to the point. I don't really talk a lot. Um, yeah. Yeah, like I said, hey, like I said, y'all make sure y'all give a shout out to uh, Miss Maggie T and uh, Mad My Sports in the background. Make sure y'all show them some love. But if y'all don't, former friend gonna come to your house and haunt y'all. So y'all better show them some love. Um, what's up with them wrestling videos, K? Oh yeah, we we definitely we definitely getting those get getting that ready. Uh, like I said, we just try to figure out a right schedule to um, get into that wrestling thing. Um, get some old, like, like some old school wrestling, like see see what people like and see how how we used to do back in the day with Washington. Um, let's see. Those pe- hold on. 
Uh, we got wait a minute. I hold on. It just popped up. Ezekiel King said, "What's good, bro? Just got my COVID shot, but feeling dead on the inside. Pray for me. Hey, like I said, prayers to you. I know that shot. That shot's kind of hell. That that first one. But like you said, just make sure you get some rest, bro, because you don't want to be overworking yourself while trying to deal with that. You can only hurt yourself. Um." Hold on, it said, so when y'all be doing pre and post game shows, oh, definitely, definitely, that that that's what y'all come in here to see us. This is just the off season right now, so we just trying to get y'all everything y'all can get right now. But pre game and post game shows, uh, definitely, definitely. Um, usually, um, Red Clay Sports on Saturday. It, I wouldn't necessarily call that the pre game before the game type show, but it's that show is gonna be kind of used to get your mindset prepared for the Sunday game. And like I said, shouts out the Magnus, uh, Rich and Twisted Torch TV on the, on they end. Um, just make sure I'll, I appreciate y'all showing love the Utah sports on yesterday's show. Um, like I said, shouts out to him. Oh, Paul Durant said, I miss you, Miss Maggie T. But yeah, yeah, definitely pray. Like I said, send y'all prayers to her. Um, yeah, like I said, very unfortunate thing. Um, like I said, y'all just send y'all prayers to her and y'all show her some love on that. Um, and she said she'll be back next week. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anime is going to be back. Uh, let's see. If we get another free agent, I would like Justin Houston in the red and black. That, that actually would make a whole lot of sense. Like I said, either either Justin Houston or Jarrell Casey, only because Justin Houston would give you an experienced pass rusher that's done it. Like this is a guy that's actually shown um, people like Joey Bosa some of the ropes on swims and getting around and stuff like that. And Jarrell Casey, who is also once an All Pro defensive tackle, who has experience under Dean Pease and dealing with Arthur Smith. Um. But it's definitely, like I said, those probably be the main two guys that I would look at as far as not both of them. It had to be one or the other. It just depends on what these guys would be looking at. Um, Let's see. Appreciate you, Tony Holloway. He said, y'all really my second family on here. I love all. Hey, we appreciate you, man. Like I said, at the end of the day, we all felt. Atlanta Falcon Nation and everybody that watches all our content and stuff, um, we are all family here. Like I said, we can agree to disagree, but just as long as we keep it respectful amongst each other, then it's all good. Damn, this camera got my damn thing looking like a potato up here. Um, said Houston and Fowler would be a nice combo. I actually think if Justin Houston get here, I think him and Michael Walker would be a better combo, to be honest with you. I like, I like I said, I like Dante Fowler, but I think with Justin Houston, he needs a more of an explosive pass rush on the other side. If he can get that pass rush on the other side, he, he'll definitely be good. Um, That's going to be kind of like a... Little foul, little 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 falcon talk. Like I said, it's gonna be a preview for tomorrow. Oh man, let's see. 
So I'm about to say we're gonna just go ahead and lead this to the Q and A portion of it. Um, like I said, we we probably gonna be on for like another ten minutes or so. Like I said, we go ahead and get them Q and A questions going on. Like I said, it could be Falcons, Hawks, whatever. Um, let's see. Antonio Holloway said, what game are you looking forward to the most? That first Tampa game. Because I because that's gonna be the real test. That's gonna be the real test right there. Cause I, I want I I want to see this team and this regime against the um defending Super Bowl champions. I want to see how they are able to attack them offensively and defensively. Because you like with Tampa, there's no excuse. They pretty much got their whole team back. So you're going to literally be playing the same team that won the Super Bowl last year. Um, everybody would say the Philly game just for the first game. Um, I'm not going to look look too. I'm not going to be looking past them as far as taking them lightly. But that Tampa game is definitely that first one is definitely going to be what I'm looking for. Um, <laughs> Kenny Macon said, "What are what what are Braves doing?" Uh, it's just one of those up and down seasons, man. Like I said, pitching hasn't been consistent. Um, you can tell they missing Mike Soroka. Like I said, that was the um, that was the ace of this squad. But it's kind of up and down. Ronald Cunha Jr. is still hitting the cover off that damn ball. But it's, I think after the whole um, Marcelo Zuna thing situation, um, it kind of it kind of brought down a little bit because you know Ozuna is the energy guy was the energy guy for this team. Um so definitely they can, but like I said around this time like I said around July is usually where the Braves will pick it up. So I wouldn't be I wouldn't be on the panic button too soon on that one. Shoot the way that the end the way that the major league baseball rules is especially when it comes to domestic violence <laughs> he might be out for the rest of the season. Cause they don't play about that. They definitely don't play about domestic violence situations. Hold on, y'all. My bad. Let me go ahead and drink a little slap fight right here, man. But yeah, so definitely Marcel Zuna is definitely going to be gone for a while. So they're just looking for that spark plug or that that guy to kind of bring that energy up because that that's where everybody was doing the do 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 and the selfies and stuff like that that was his thing that was his energy that he brought and it's definitely missed um no what are you talking about you talking about marcelo zona nah i think he got signed for four years it was four if you talk about marcelo zona that was four years four years 60 million so, so Nah, nah, he's still under contract for another three years. Oh, man. What stat line do you have for Mike Davis this year? I think he's going to run for – I say because hmm, if they're using four running backs, if, if, if they're going to use four running backs, like use all four of them, he might get, a, he might get at most maybe like seven, 800 yards. But that's what we're but that's what we're talking about. And that's gonna that's not a bad thing because if you're using four running backs, that means you're gonna have guys that's gonna be fresh at the end of the season. And that's gonna be the main thing. 
like I said, it might be like I said, I say between seven, eight hundred yards, maybe like nine touchdowns. Cause he's the battering ram, so you got to use him in that such and such. Oh, we got another one here. Do you think we'll have to deal with third and thirty-one on defense, and then they get thirty-two on us? The Suki Hana Amber Rose Slut Walk defense should not exist here in Atlanta next season. For anybody that's new, when I say that, let me repeat it again. The Suki Hana Amber Rose Slut Walk defense. That's why that 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 was the Falcons defense last year because they was giving up so many third and fifteen pluses last year. It about damn near made everybody mad. Um, Tony Holloway said, "Hope tailgating come back this year." Oh, it's definitely gonna come back this year because they're pretty much opening everything back up. But the thing is, when you tailgating, like I said, y'all, we we all we all have to make sure we be careful out there because we don't know. Especially when there's a potential that there might be a new virus coming out here within the next year or some. So that's it's just pretty much be careful. <laughs> Do you think we're going to cover onside kids? Yeah, if your ass, yeah, yeah. The way the way that these coaches look, they look like if you don't do your job, you're gonna get your ass benched. And that is the type of fear that you have to put in these players. Like if you mess up. It's really bad. Your ass is getting benched. Uh, hold on. Here's a question I like. Devon said, what is the ceiling for our defense? <laughs> Better than last year. <laughs> That's all I <laughs> – I ain't putting no number on it. Long as they, long as they better than last year. That's all I care about. That's the ceiling that they got. <laughs> they got the ceiling that can go up each game. Like that. Cause fifth worst pass defense in NFL history, that's not something that you want you want to probably be putting on your team. Ain't no way in hell. Um, let's see. Who you think is gonna be our kick returner, punt returner? <laughs> Easy. <laughs> Cordero Patterson. <laughs> that's what they brought him here. That's what they brought him here for. They brought him here. To be to to be a um a, a, a X factor, basically a football player and a kick return. So that's pretty much gonna be that guy. Unless 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 they get old boy from Boise State everywhere, unless they want him to kind of do one or the other. But other than that, I really kind of see it's kind of like Cordero Patterson most likely. Um. What are your odds of Chris Rollins seeing the regular season start? Uh, not much. I, I highly doubt it. Like I say, he he's a, he's he's pretty much going to be a special teams guy. Um, only way that Chris Rollins would kind of see a start if we get some devastating injuries on our wide receiver core, and even with that, I don't think he has really a chance to start. I mean, as a, like I said, that that's pretty much I say about that. Hold on, wait a minute. Will your Georgia Bulldog? Well, one thing, Kenan, <laughs> I'm not a Bulldog fan. <laughs> I'm a Yellow Jacket fan. Let's get, to, like I said, I'm one. Of, I'm one of ten people 
in Atlanta Falcon Nation that are Yellow Jacket fans. Um, but if you talk about a, a non-biased opinion, will it make it to the SEC championship? Most likely because I don't really see nobody in the SEC East that can really beat Georgia. And I don't see nobody in the SEC West that can beat Alabama. So it's pretty much it's pretty much going to be that as an SEC championship game for a while. But, yeah, I'm a Georgia Tech fan. Um, like I said, unfortunately, we've been sucking and we've been kind of like the little, the, 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 um, the, the steps. We've been the side babies of the um, college athletics here in Georgia for a long time. Our time is coming. <laughs> Hopefully, before I die, our time is coming. <laughs> Aaron Madal, what's going on, man? Um, Smooth C78 said, What do I feel about Oliver moving to free safety? Actually, be honest with you, even though they did list him as a free safety, I don't think he's really going to be a free, free safety. Um, Because I think what they're going to do is this is going to be more of kind of like a two, four, five type of defense to where it's, it, 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 it has multiplicity to it. It like, he's going to, he's probably going to be kind of like the strong, he's going to be like the bit nickel. Which like which is a role that he accelerated in last year as being kind of like that that slot corner slash bit nickel. Cause I think I think Richie Grant gonna be the starting free safety. So it's pretty much gonna be running with three with a three safety set. Like I said, you have guys that are big enough to where they can be physical enough, but you got guys that are smaller that are athletic enough to kind of cover these um these dig routes and these crossing routes and dealing with mobile quarterbacks. So, yeah, so I kind of see Richie Grant kind of being that strong, that that free safety, that starting free safety. Um, uh, Harmon probably going to be the starting strong safety, and Isaiah Oliver is going to be that bit nickel safety. He, he's going to start there. <laughs> is it shouldn't have left the SEC? Um, no, no, that was all about money. That's all that was. It was about money. They felt like they can get more money out the ACC because the ACC really wasn't much at the time. And this was before Clemson was even dominant. This was before Miami was. This was right. This was before Miami was dominant. Um. Hold on. We got Super Catcher. Got another one here. Says odds that the Falcons being endorsed by the Nature Boy Rick Flair. Probably not, because you know he. You know he wasn't really a Falcon fan. He was a Julio Jones fan. Like him and Julio was real close. So I doubt he. I doubt they. Like I said, I'm not saying it's a. It's not a possibility, but I doubt he'll endorse the Falcons with Julio not being here. And like I said, that's one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, right there, the Nature Boy Rick Flair. I don't want to do the woo here because I I got folks sleep around here and I don't want to scare nobody. Um, all right, we got another one right here. It says, Myron Jack, do you think the Hawks will have trouble again with missing shots and turn the ball over in the first half, putting us behind? I hope this stops. Yes, that and that's that's one of my main pet peeves of this of this series and the games that we did lose was the turnover. It, it wasn't so much of the miss, the missed shots was kind of a bad thing too but those turnovers is what really really killed us that and like you said and with Trey and them kind of um 
dialing down the turnovers and getting more efficient shots is definitely what helped. Because remember, this is a team that was not expected to even make it this far in the playoffs, let alone win two games against Philadelphia, and they've done that. They've won three games against Philadelphia. And now Philadelphia is on the pressure because with being the number one seed, you are expected to beat a team like the Hawks. Um, <laughs> said, where's the nature boy from? Charlotte, North Carolina. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a Carolina boy right there. All that damn drinking he was used to do on the road, boy. He was really the real part of the boy. Um, said so you thought, yeah, y'all make sure y'all hit that like button. Make sure y'all hit that like button. Um, this motivator came in here with all the laughs and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm about to say, um, I'm about to say this right here. I'm going to actually do a video on this um, outside of the stream. Outside of the stream, I'm going to actually do a video on this. So I'll let you know who my star defense is because we kind of hitting on it at the end of that time right there. So I'll definitely put that as a personal. Um, producers in the back, they probably going to take a picture of that. Let me go ahead and put that back up. They probably take a picture of that and, and let me know. So I'll put that I'll put that in the video and that's gonna be a shout out to you in that video for that one. Um outside of Hawkins, what other undrafted player do you see making the team? Hmm. Making the team. Hmm. That's a good question. Um It, like I said, it depends. I would say Felipe Franks because I think Felipe Franks will make the team only because of the skill set that he does have. He actually becomes a, um, a another gadget player for this team, especially with him being like I said, it, it, like if they decide to kind of use him as like that Taysom Hill type of role as far as coming in and running some wildcat stuff. That's if they do. I'm not guaranteed that they would, but I could see him making the team. Um, There's another one that I do like too, um, Errol Thompson. I think he can make the team because you still you you need a thumper linebacker, and this is this is about one of the best thumper linebackers that you can get out this year's draft rookie class. Um, only problem is, is his his coverage is not really that great, so that's why he kind of went undrafted. But as a thumping linebacker, yeah, I could see, I could see Errol Thompson making that making that role. Um, <laughs> let's see what you got. <laughs> I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna mention that one right there. And Mr. Motivator, uh I'm gonna take a picture of that too, so you can name the starting offense. That's gonna be another shout out right here. Um I don't I don't know what uh King T'Challa talking about. I don't I don't know what the, the Black Panther talking about. Um if that, like I said, if that if that's the case, don't nobody want to play with him. Um, 
So like I said, it's one of those cases where everybody falls in love with the Patrick Mahomes prototype. Um, it's not so much that he didn't want to play with him. He didn't want to play in this offense. That ain't got nothing to do with the quarterback. There's a difference. Like I said, he said, like I said, he said he wanted a a, a a big arm. He necessarily didn't get the big arm. He basically got the same type of goddamn quarterback that he just left. <laughs> um, Utah Sports, what's going on, man? <laughs> Don't say that's a Titans fan trolling. Um, I wouldn't say Matt Ryan declined. I don't. I didn't see a decline. I seen basically the same damn quarterback that's been doing the same thing. Now, the decline would be um, somebody that put up some some of them um, Andrew Luck numbers. I don't know if y'all remember Andrew. Everybody was high on Andrew Luck, but and if he'd have put them Andrew Luck numbers up with all the turnovers, then that's a decline. So there's a big difference between a guy that might not have went all the way up there and a major steep decline. Now, if the turnovers would have went up to about 20, that's a decline. Nah, he's not a Titan. He's not a Titan fan. <laughs> he's a Killmonger fan. <laughs> oh, Tony Wright, man. Like I said, you just catch the playback, man. Like I said, pretty much talking about Calvin Ridley and what his expectation is being um being the number one guy. Talk about Magano and pretty much setting up for Friday night show. Um, <laughs> you can't wait till we hit five mil, man. We keeping it going strong. We keeping it going strong. Um, but I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna wind it down for the night. Um, like I said, I ain't want to be on here too much longer. Uh, I just want to get a couple of things off my chest. Um, appreciate y'all tuning in with us. Um, uh, make sure you follow uh, Just K Styles. You look at the bottom, you can hit me up. Uh, uh, K Styles eighty seven on Twitter and K Styles six man on Instagram and like I say just subscribe to Just K Styles. Um, we got a couple things going on here. Um, I definitely had those videos up and ready whenever I can get them. when I get them soon. I can get them here soon. And yes, Devon, we we still trying to get the schedule on that wrestling that wrestling channel. It's it's gonna be coming up. Just, just trust. Well, I ain't gonna say I ain't gonna say that because the Philly fans gonna be pissed off when I say trust the process. Nah, I ain't gonna say that part. But like I said, I appreciate y'all tuning in with me. Um, hey, and like I said, until next time. And this is the AFN slogan: <laughs> We ain't here to play. We here to stay. I'm your boy, Just K Styles. Hey. Check y'all tomorrow on Friday Night Madness on AFN with Mad Mike Sports and the whole crew. Deuces.